Welcome to the new. Every experience with God's Word promises to be refreshing and transformational. Receive today's message with high expectations as it brings power, light, and a fresh anointing to your life. All right. I hear that the speakers, these two here, the line arrays, they're trying to fix it. All right. So... Um, don't worry, we're going to have a good time this morning. The devil, Nalaya. <laughs> Amen. Do you want to look at your neighbor and welcome your neighbor to church this morning and just say very nice things? Please be sure you mean what you're saying to your neighbor. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. All right. When I came to church this morning, I asked. Um, some of the leaders and the pastors that um, what is the real meaning of Afrocentric right um, because when the team came out for Sunday this Sunday it was Afrocentric in Ikeja right I don't know if Lekki is doing Afrocentric but what I'm saying is not so it's like Native Sunday <laughs> Pity you are no longer Afrocentric <laughs> of the pastors here it's not it's only um ah, Fuka <laughs> you know anyway let's move father in the name of Jesus we just want to thank you for this day we give you glory and we give you praise we are ready for what you are ready for God and by the power of your spirit, we ask that your word will come to us unhindered, uninterrupted by any satanic influence or activity. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we would see here and know what your spirit is saying to us in Jesus' mighty name. And the church says a loud amen. amen. All right, this morning we have the theme of the service is Jesus is the logo. Right. And... We're going to have a great time in God's presence. Um, we have a minister of gospel of the gospel, Gates Baba, as well in the house. So, in a moment, you know, the minister of the gospel—that's what I called you, minister of the gospel. <laughs> so we're going to go into that in a moment. What we're just saying—I mean, his album, this um, decade after, yeah, it's one of my favorite um, rap. Afro beat up album. I'll tell you, there are some songs you must sing today. And they are not songs you like. Oh. There's um, Wombiliki. That's one of my favorites. Then there is another one that I like like this. What's that one that was talking about politics now? That's Wombiliki now. Uh-huh. That's the one that they don't want us to eat. And they, they are eating. So... I like that. I like that one. Then I like Elijah Levu. Wait, wait, wait. Let's get into the word. Glory to God. All right. Um, is the sound? Are we good? Oh, we are good. Back. Okay. Fantastic. So please help me. Let's get into the word. This morning, I just have. When I say I have just ten minutes. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Can't you see? Today is just freestyle. Let's, 
Amen. Um, but I have a word from God this morning. And during Easter, you will always expect that every time when it's Easter, everyone around the nations of the earth, everyone is teaching about um, the resurrection of Jesus. And most times we begin to talk about what he did on the cross and what you and I then represents even on that cross. And while that is so powerful and that is so true, I have a different message this morning from all of those. And thank God for the church that we are in the new, um, in the month of January, we focused a lot about redemption. And we talked a lot about your redemptive rights in Christ, the purpose of Christ's death and his resurrection and his power and his life. But this morning, when we gather together on Easter Sunday, it's always as though we come to remind ourselves, and that's correct and that's true, um, of what Christ came to do on the cross. But I have a different message entirely from that. And so if you can put your religious cap aside this morning and just really listen to what God wants to say to us, then we'll truly be blessed, be stirred up, and we'll really see the heart of the Father in Jesus' mighty name. And so the first question I want to ask us this morning is, what did Jesus really come to do on the earth? And if we were in a leadership class this morning, I would have been asking people one after the other. Because of time, I don't have time for that. But what did Jesus really come to do on the earth? Now, that's a whole one month teaching in itself, right? But if we look at the scriptures, one leg of what he came to do, open your Bible with me to Luke chapter 19, and verse 10 because in the season of Easter and by the way I hope you know that this calculation of Easter no correct sha. anyway that's different conversation sha. Uh, anyway it calls for sort of what we call a sober reflection in times like this where beyond the joy and the noise and the eating of chalof rice and fried rice and things like that, what really is the purpose of Easter? Why do we even remember that Jesus died? Can I do without this mic now? Sound? Can I do without it? Okay, I, I can still have to use it. So what's the purpose of Easter? Why do we have Easter? Well, too many reasons why, but that's not my focus. Let's just focus on a time like this where we ought to be reflecting on the real sacrifice and why Jesus paid that sacrifice. So Luke chapter 19 and verse 10 it says for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Remember John the Baptist in the wilderness will be screaming and shouting, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then John the Baptist went further and said, See, there's someone who is higher than me who should lace I can even touch. He says, It's not going to only baptize you with water, it's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Now, 
in the book of John chapter 10 and verse 10, the Bible says the thief cometh what? To steal, kill, and destroy. And that's the devil's manifesto. And then Jesus came with his own manifesto. He says, but I have come to do what? Give life and life more abundantly. Now, if we look at what we read in the book of Luke chapter 19 and verse 10, and it's the purpose, the purpose of Christ's death. Now, there's a scripture we all know, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Right, so Christ came to give us life, came to give us life, and the reason why God sent Christ on the earth is also for us to have that everlasting life. What then is the purpose of crucifixion? The answer is to give us life. Yes or no? Now, when Jesus was going to die, remember in the book of Matthew 28, verse 19. Let's go to Matthew 28 and verse 19. See, I promised you that this message is a short message. Matthew 28, verse 19. It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. It says, Teaching them to observe all things, wherefore I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the world. Now, watch this. When a man is about to die on a sick bed, the last most times most times summarizes the totality of his existence. It means that that is really what he wants the people he's talking to to know. Yes or no? Now, Jesus, listen to this. When Jesus was dying, Jesus did not say, I, I want to shake something a little bit up. Go into all the world and marry each other. If he had said that, then that's the gospel. But it means that what was burning in his heart was really the world. That's why in the book of Acts, chapter 1 and verse 8, Jesus told the disciples that he should stay in Jerusalem. He says, and you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Now look at what he said next. He says, then you would be witnesses to me in Judea, in Samaria, to the uttermost part of the earth. Why are they receiving power? To be witnesses. What's the purpose of the power? To be witnesses. So if the most important thing in the heart of Jesus, listen, at the time where he was being lifted up to heaven, was to tell disciples, go into the world. I believe that if you are in the new, an average new member understands what redemption is. Many of us can preach it. So I don't really feel compelled to come and teach us about redemption again and our redemptive rights because many of us, we know that already. We walk in it. But there might be a side of this gospel that seems like the old-fashioned but it's a relevant curriculum 
of our time. When was the last time we heard that Jesus is coming tomorrow? I know it sounds old-fashioned. It doesn't sound new school, right? But when was the last time we heard about soul winning? When was the last time we heard that God wants us to compel people to know him? You know, every year we all have what we call our goals for the year. For some people, the only goal they have this life is to leave Nigeria right now. That's the only goal. Once they fulfill that goal, they've done it all. And by the way, the way these the new people, the way people are leaving this country, wait oh, let us partner, let us partner with the government to tell us. People are not every week. Pastor, praise the Lord. You are leaving, Abi. <laughs> Pastor, you are leaving too. <laughs> you know, I've told you, I don't mind though, you can go. I don't I will not hold you, I will not say you should not go. But just know that when the new is coming to that country to plant a church, you are the number one ambassador in that place. Somebody say, oh, well, finally they've released us. <laughs> anyway, so, when was the last time we heard about soul winning? Now, in the beginning of the year, everybody has goals for the year. You have a career goal, you have a financial goal, you have a marital goal, and you should have all those goals. But we don't have soul's goals. When was the last time you got somebody saved? You know, we can pray all kinds of prayer. You know how to pray for, the, for when you are sick. You know how to pray to God for finances. But many of us don't know how to lead the sinners in prayer. But we can pray every other kind of prayers. What is the purpose? If, 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 if God, if Jesus gave us that life, what is that life supposed to be? Are we supposed to keep this light and hide it under the bushel? Or are we supposed to shine the light? You know, it's unfortunate that even the church also sometimes has become like a motivational center. So when we gather together, it's always just to motivate us to get what we really want to get. And it's okay. God wants us blessed. Amen. Somebody say that after me. God wants us blessed. Yeah, God wants us blessed. But in all the blessing, what is the purpose of the blessing of God? Have you seen in the Bible every time God blessed somebody, the blessing was to make not the person a wealth of isolation, an isolation of wealth, but so that that person can make other people blessed. So the purpose of blessing of a blessing is for you to be a channel of that blessing. Now, what is it that you receive from Christ at the point of you giving your life to him as a blessing? And that's the most powerful you can ever have. The blessing of salvation. But have you shined that same blessing to somebody else's life? When was the last time you told somebody about Christ? Or when you come to church, it's like, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, oh God, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. The honest truth is, many of you would not be Christians the moment you relocate to another country for five years and everything is working fine. You wouldn't have a need to, you wouldn't have a need to cry to God. The reason why some, of, some people are coming for prayer meetings, getting money, is because they want to just break through. Oh God, just let me break through. And God wants you to break through. Amen? But for me, Easter 
is a time of sober reflection. And we begin to look inward and say to ourselves, if this Christ is what we really say it is, he is, then I want to tell it to the world. I want to spread the fame of our God. Who can I point to Jesus? Who can I tell about Jesus? Can I have a renewed passion for souls? When was the last time you took your friends out? You go to Casper and Gambini, all those restaurants, finance, seca, da 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 da. When was the last time you said, let's just take a walk and speak to two people about Jesus? Not even for the sake of bringing them to church, just to testify. The Bible says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And so this morning, my message for us is really not for us to scream, and yes, the grave was torn apart. We know that. But if he did it for you, and somebody else did it for you to let you know about him, then who are you doing it for? Who are you telling about Christ? When was the last time you spoke to somebody about him? Glory be to God. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 20, verse 30, Proverbs eleven thirty says that he that wins soul is wise. Look at me everyone as I begin to wrap up. You know when I want to wrap up, I wrap up like five times. So this is the first wrap up. And let's talk heart to heart. I did a little bit, and I say this to the leaders sometimes, I did a little bit statistics, and we say that in Lagos, let's focus on Lagos, for example, we say that in Lagos we are, well, they say that we are 20 million people in Lagos, and there are some areas in Lagos, there are 500 million, some areas, I won't mention them, so I don't believe that statistics that we are 20 million people in Lagos, I think we are maybe... 30, 40, 50. Because Lagos is big. There's Ekber, there's Ajegule, there's so many areas. Now, let's say we have a number of churches in Lagos. Let's say we have um, 20,000 churches in Lagos. Let's say. And let's average the 20,000 churches because sometimes we can be so myopic thinking that when we gather together like this and we see thousands of people gathered and all the, the new installations and other churches, we cry and say there's a move of God going on. Well, it is true. But if we look at it as compared to the data and the numbers, we know that the work is still plenty. And so sometimes we celebrate what we call mediocrity. Because if we have 20 million people, I tell you, there are more people who don't go to church than people going to church. If we gather all the people, I mean, if we say we have 40 million in Lagos, for example, if we gather all the churches together, attendance, this Sunday morning, Resurrection Day, I'm not sure our attendance put together, I'm not sure we'll be up to 5 million in Lagos. I'm not sure. 
And so that tells us that the work is not for some evangelists. Because that's what we think. We think, oh, the work of an evangelist, the work of a pastor. We all have the same assignment, resource assignment to God. So when we people even say, what's my purpose? Uh, God, I want to find my purpose. You know when we're on campus, we're praying purpose prayer as if we wanted to kill ourselves. God, show me my purpose. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to say what I wanted to say now. Listen. The day the fullness of your purpose is shown to you, that's the day you're going to go and be with the Lord. Because the moment you see purpose to the fullest, faith is removed. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so purpose is actually your walk with him. Walking with him by faith, trusting and believing that he is a rewarder of those that did not seek him. So what we really call purpose is faith walk. It means you can have a glimpse of the totality of what God wants to show and do with your life, but you cannot see him finish. That's the truth. Because the concept of purpose in itself, ah, my message has changed. The, I, I believe that somebody pulled this in my spirit. Pull this up. The concept of purpose in itself is not complete until there is dreams. Because the Bible says in the book of Joel that the young man will see vision, the old one will dream dream. So it means that in your purpose, there are dreams that it is not you that will fulfill it. So people are trying to fulfill dreams inside purpose. That's a message for his own. So purpose is a daily walk with God. So that's why I tell people, if you look at the King David as a prototype, you say, oh, David is... If you met him when he was feeding his father's sheep and the shepherd boy, you say, oh, David is a shepherd boy. That's David's purpose. Then you skip down again, you see David fighting Goliath. Then you say, David is a warrior. Then you skip down again, you see David being the captain of Saul's army. Then you say, David is a general. Then you skip down again and you see David as David, um, a, a, a musician, playing the harp. You say, oh, David's purpose is to be an instrumentalist. And then you see David again um, fighting wars and battles. And then you see David the prophet. Then you then see David the king. So what then is David's purpose? Let me tell you the problem. Many of you cap purpose in your journey. God is still working with you. You are still saying that's what, that's what I'm called to do. Now, just because you like to sing doesn't mean you're an artist. I love to sing. Can you imagine me releasing album? <laughs> well, what God can do about I can help you. <laughs> so everybody wants to try and just you know, just tell your neighbor take it easy. Let me tell you something. One of the things I actually wanted to say to you this morning is, see, I've closed my Bible. <laughs> So that we can sing all the way from New York City to Alalupor to Alalupor, right? Oh, that's your other rumor called. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. 
Lift your hands. Thank you for saving me. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you for saving me. We're going to pray a simple prayer this morning. And I know it's not your conventional prayers. And I'm aware that maybe 80% of the people in this room might not pray that prayer because it's not a prayer for breakthrough. It's not a prayer for your health. It's not a prayer for you to get married. It's a prayer, and it's very simple. Father, give me a renewed burden for souls. That's the prayer this morning. Because you see, the whole point of the cross is a total waste if we are not pointing other people to the cross. What is the purpose of the gospel if you know the truth of the gospel and the next person beside you doesn't know the truth of the gospel? Listen to, tr- listen to me, children of God. I know that we don't often hear teachings about hell and those things. But we can remove that from the gospel. Hell is real, my guys. And we don't use it to scare people. It's just to bring us consciousness in our heart that everything we really do, the reason why we are doing everything, in fact, the reason for your purpose is to reconcile men to God. It's not a self-proclaiming, I just want to be, to blow and be rich so that I can give God glory. God is already glorified. <laughs> just because he said we worship you or we glorify you doesn't make him greater. You say, say, you are greater than the greatest. It doesn't mean that his wings grow bigger. He's already great. You are all glorious. You don't add to his glory. He's already glorious. When you use those words, it's only you acknowledging what is there already. And so the purpose of all we do here is for him. It's for him. And so we lay down every other thing at the altar of the Father just for him. And some of us, we need a renewed purpose, a renewed passion. You have people in your family who are Muslims, who are pagans, and all of those things. Listen, they are going to hell. That's the truth. The Bible says there's only one name. Where which man must be saved? Only one. Not Muhammad, not um, Buddhist, not anybody. It's Jesus. And once you don't know that Jesus, you're going to hell. And listen to me. What you saw with Lazarus was true. That some of our families, they are going to hell. But you are there doing reels when the real deal is not what you're doing. What is the real purpose of earth? All this vanity, guys. Listen, the richest man on the earth will never take one naira to heaven or to hell, wherever they are going to. What is the purpose? of all our accumulation if it is not to point men to him why did God give you a fine face so that you can at least say hello to that guy and you can introduce Jesus to him but if all you are doing with your finest and your beauty is to pepper them then you are like that one guy with one talent that buried it then the father comes back and say what is this guy please give me back my talent what is the purpose of the talent I gave to you if you are not using it to reconcile men back why are we gathering 
Why are we even doing church? What is the purpose of church? The Bible says in the book of Acts, and the Lord added daily such that should be saved. If we come together and we are not bringing men to be saved, we are only having a social gathering anched in the name of Christ. Let's speak to ourselves this morning. Let's point men to the cross. That's why we are here. And for some of us who are ashamed of the gospel, you are too loaded, too put together that I don't really want people to know that I'm a Christian. Because if they know I may not be able to get some benefits anymore. Listen, guys. The passion of this Christ is for us to be overwhelmed by his love and there dispense that love and so it's not enough for us to say all oh, the overwhelming records of God you see even sometimes in our talks and our worship it's very self it's very self lifting my burden and my pain my 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 when Jesus said a grain of wheat that doesn't fall and dies abides alone. When you don't have a life of your own anymore, the last life you have is to do the will of the Father. Then go back to what Jesus said when he died, when he was going. What is the purpose of him? Why? To reconcile men back to the Father. So I dare to ask you this morning. This year, with your many prayer lists to God, show me one person that has gotten saved from you. With your many thanksgiving and baby dedication and car dedication, and I never understand that thing. <laughs> and all of those things, show me one person you have told about Christ. So this morning, let's bow our heads to God and ask for a fresh passion, a burning desire for souls. give you all two minutes say seek ye first the kingdom and all these other things for some minutes can you just take a, take the attention away from yourself God my house God my rent God my car God my money God my shoes God my all the things that the gentile seeks the heavenly father knows that you have need of them listen when we all go and be with God do you think we're going to take all of these things, all these clothes, all these shoes, all these cars? It says that you should lay up treasures where dust, moth, where 
really are your treasures is in your heavenly account or just the earthly things and trust me those things are great God wants you to have those things here in the path and pray for a passion a new passion for soul winning a new desire now I know that if I told you to pray that God will give you millions in your bank account this whole place will be vibrating by now but I'm talking about millions of souls. Lord, give me Nigeria so that I can use as a power to bring gospel to nations. Send me to secondary schools, oh God. Send me to the universities, oh God. Give me resources so that I can go to the universities. Give me resources so that I can go to secondary schools. Give me resources so that I can start work for the teenagers. Give me resources. Listen, you are not going to change anything you don't have a burden for. So ask God for a burden. A burden, a renewed burden. Oh God of heaven, he who sits on the throne, he who raises the dead, I ask for a fresh passion, a fresh desire, a fresh hunger. Oh God, that the zeal of this Father's house consumes me. And all that I think, all that I know is souls and souls and souls. That my joy is to see many reconverted, realigned for the one true God. And so by this time next Easter, I would have had many other people who would come and say, Oh, through this guy. Through Pipe, through Polale, through Chide, through Shade, this Easter, I'm also celebrating the resurrection king. Oh God, I ask, oh God, for this passion. I ask for utterance, I ask for grace. Oh God, I ask, oh God. Oh Lord, I pray for opportunities. I create opportunities to minister your gospel. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need to be a deacon to do that. A fresh passion, a fresh zeal. Finally, your attention, everyone. I want you to write a number. We're in the new quarter, April. I want you to write your own soul goal. How many people do you want to talk about God to this quarter? The Bible says, compel them to come so that my house will be filled. How many people do you want to tell about Jesus? How many people do you want to invite to church? you to write it down everyone please do that now that's your own Easter gift to Jesus every time the minister will say what can I do for you now he's asking you Easter period everybody come and take communion and that's powerful and everybody gets healed the only person that is not blessed is Jesus they are just receiving receiving are they not going to bring more people to me
So let's give him a gift this Easter, everyone. Write down what you want to do for him. How many people do you want to bring to him? How many people do you want to evangelize? Do you want to speak to? Amen. Now, can we put our hands together for this Jesus? Come on now. Do you want to rise and give Jesus? Come on, rise, 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 rise. And make some noise to Jesus. Don't stop, don't stop. Keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. Don't stop until I say stop. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Don't stop clapping. Do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? Do you love the Lord? Come on, make some noise to Him. Hey! Hallelujah! Glory be to God. Hallelujah! Amen to Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let's put our hands together for Pastor Laddie as we welcome Pastor Laddie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, quickly, can we um, quickly give this morning? All right, um, media, please help us with. Uh, please, you can have your seat. You can have your seat while you prepare your legs and your hands and your voices <laughs> to sing this morning. Amen. All right, praise God. Just, media, please help us with um, the account numbers. If you're giving um, cash, you can just signify by raising up your hand and the ushers will sleep and offering envelope into your hands hallelujah hallelujah who is glad to give unto this jesus on this easter hallelujah for all that he's done for all that he's been to us hallelujah all right if you are ready with your seed amen all right can we lift our right hands up everyone everyone all across this hall um, even if you're still getting your envelopes, just lift your hands to God. And I just want you to make a commitment to God, all right? I'm not going to be praying, but I want you to make a commitment to God in your heart this Easter. You know, about what um, P.S., as you drop your seeds, about what P.S. just talked about, about winning souls. You know, about, you know, going out all for Jesus. You know, that person in your, that, that organizer, that, you know, and they're everywhere. The conductor, everywhere, everywhere you look around just behind your house, that guy on your street, you know, the person selling in domain that you go to every night. God, you know, I like to say something that every soul matters to God. Every soul, every soul. It is we humans that try to classify and, you know, we, we determine to God, you know, the kind of souls that you think, but God wants everyone everyone hallelujah so right there where you are sitting i want you to make a commitment to god and say lord as i drop this offering this is a renewed commitment to your word 
to the mandate that you have given that we should go ye all out into the world you know make disciples of all nations hallelujah come on i can't hear you this morning i can't hear you this morning make a fresh commitment to god make a fresh commitment father we thank you this is my commitment to you this easter and lord i thank you because you are more than able to help me to achieve this in the name of jesus in jesus name we have prayed hallelujah praise god Praise God. Why is it that when we give, sometimes people are always... Uh, is it the message? Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Can you jump up on your feet, everyone? Lest I have people, when they are singing Wombiliki Wombia, they are just doing like this. Like, what are they saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. Jesus is the logo. One more time, say, neighbor, have you heard that Jesus is the logo? One more time, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear on my body the marks of Christ. And so, I boldly declare that Jesus is the logo. All right, with a loud ovation and with a new ovation, can you jam your hands together as we welcome on stage Gaze Baba? Come on, jam your hands together. my faith, my assurance, my dependence. All is built on nothing else than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest prayer.
my band warned me I should not sing the Yoruba one. But I'm tempted. But I stood by. So, so I'm the artist, but I have band leader. Thank you so much, the new. Thank you, PS. Wasaladi. Wasaladi, we have been balolano. Check for your Malaysia. A bit. Is it pure? No, it's not the man. I, I greet ladies first, please. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember your name. I thought it was O. It's A. Eh, alright, that's O now. She's wait now. She be the son name that is a decoya. What's the name? Alright. I'm in the spirit now. Ah, uh, you are now making me doubt my perception. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for having me. And the first lady. Thanks for having Gaze Baba and the crew in house. So let me get this right. Hey, where's IK? Who told you that we have 20 minutes? Where did you hear that news from? We have 15, right? No, we can't have one hour. If you want one hour, come for my event. <laughs> All right, so real quick. Jesus be my logo. Said it before on shackles. Can you guys see what's on my top? No. You have to pronounce it right. Abba made. No. I love it. I saw one of our Christian guys. I didn't know them before. I saw the top. I'm like, this is very brilliant. We should work with this. Yeah. Let go. You don't have to wait for me. Just. Are you guys ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's Are you ready? Okay. Let's go. My people.
Jesus be the logo. Said it before on shackles. I don't mind, I go still repeat, I go repeat, I go Angels are taking from nation, everyday protection, eternal life and vibration. Ah, she ah, 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 I've been offended. Ah, no need to worry, no, worry, no.
Come back. All right. So let's wrap up with Elijah level. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Wait first. Oluwa bami soro now. We're not doing the song. I just want to do chorus. The thing for your life where I go do Babelshi. The whole world go shock even you too. Babelshi. Oluwa ba mi soro now. Babelshi. Be alert, be ready for me now. Babelshi. Oni kimba ni soro too. Babelshi. I go make your whole life brand new. Babelshi. 
That's the word. So, you know, when P.S. was preaching, he quoted from, I think it was Matthew 6, 33. The one that talks about seek it first. But before you seek it first, he said, don't care about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, all that, all that. The Gentiles run after these things. Your father already knows that you need it. Yeah? The father knows that you need to blow. Don't get it twisted. The father wants you to blow more than you want to blow. But you will blow on his terms. You have to blow on someone's terms. Because they say there's no demilitarized zones. So you either blow on God's terms or you go to the other corner to go and blow. At the end of the day, we're going to know the blow way better. We'll know the snake that will swallow the snake. Right? So, even though it seems like God is dulling, can we be honest with ourselves? Many times it feels like God is dulling. And it seems like many people have gone. They are ahead. You understand? Ignore the noise. Pay attention to the presence. Right? When it is time, it will be like you are on steroids. Let Ahab go. Let the chariot go. Stay on the mountain and be praying. When the spirit says it is time, and the spirit comes upon you, even if they've gone seven hours earlier, because that's when Ahab had gone. It was seven hours earlier because Ahab left before Elijah started praying, and it was after each watch, not after each watch, after each time, and that's an hour. That guy prayed for hours. No things because now three verses. Now hours. So get used to praying. That's your own sacrifice. That's your own 3 a.m. in the morning when you are going by Orita Meta. You too, you have Orita Meta. It's the Trinity you are serving. Do you understand? So let Ahab go. Let the chariots go. When you begin your run, it will be like they didn't go anywhere. That's the reasoning, that's the understanding, and that's the depth behind the song.
I want to ask you a question. Please go. Please let me get a mic. There's something I will put. You will see. You. Please sit. Please be seated. I will pull out something now. Amen. I want you to hear something now. Eh? <laughs> that song. Yes, sir. How did you come about that, Elijah? How did it happen? Tell me the process. Oh. What was going on? How was life treating you? First of all, uh, wait, wait, first, wait, first. I relax. Wait. Okay. Um, you've been fasting and all those things. Uh, that day you came you to my house. Fast? Uh, you the came fasting. to my house. We we're not eating. Yes, so, uh, yes. so well, that Elijah level song came from somewhere. So tell me about that song. Well, um, about two years ago, thinking about the the story of Elijah. I wanted to, I wanted to, I had the thought to do a song around steroids. So I said I was going to write a song about that part of the Bible. Because I, I feel like my, my call for now, Johnny, is, you know, to take spiritual truths, distill it, and communicate it in the day's language. You know. So the vibe, like I said at the listening, the vibe is just the vehicle. The substance is from the presence. You know, we just use the vibe to carry the substance. 
So whether we are singing Zoe, 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 or we are singing, give me one dosing song. The deep ones. There's no one that's not deep. <laughs> Anyone. From fellowship to partnership, God and I, we can change the world. Or we are singing, Elijah Levu. I'll answer you, Ferrari Law. It's the same army, but different platoons. Inside the army. Right? So, I know that most of us here are going to be like doing urban stuff. Urban sound. Urban communication. Urban designs. Urban all that stuff. You have to always know that you almost even need the presence a lot more than the people that you think are of the of the of the of the house you know because what i usually like say is some of us are going to our engagements will be you know in the house some of us our engagement is going to be in the garden some of us our engagement is going to be in the field but all of us has to have a a and holiest of all place because everything that we are doing comes from there you know so that's what's behind everything that we do so yes i was thinking of steroids and i was like steroids is what like athletes use when they want to like outrun the other competition yeah and i was thinking of the way the bible is very specific that the spirit came upon elijah then he guarded his loins ps will give you a sermon on that one later because there's the coming of the spirit, there's the guarding of your loins. The spirit will guard your loins for you. But your pastor is what they so your pastor will teach you. <laughs> so the spirit came upon him, he guarded his loins, then he ran and outran a chariot that had been running hours earlier. It is ridiculous. It's nothing short of a miracle. And sorry, for those sorry. Can, can you all feel the presence of God in this place? I, I mean, at Lounge 465, I used to say this, that for those, you know, we are in a dispensation now that there's, it's like the Old Testament is not current enough. It's not, it's not new creation reality. So I say, let's balance, let's find it from the New Testament for you. When Jesus walked on water, we only capture the walking on water. We don't capture the fact that when he was at the edge of the sea, he told the disciples that they should get on the boat and cross to the other side. When they started crossing to the other side on a boat, that's technology. He went up on the mountain to pray. And if you check the timing, it was hours after. It was now in the evening that Jesus now started walking on water. So he didn't only walk on water. He caught up with a boat that had taken off hours earlier. It was the same thing. So when you spend time in the presence, you get power. But you don't only get power, you get speed. You get, you get remarkable speed. The kind of speed that makes you outrun those who with technological advancement are taking off many eons earlier. So when Aidy Kabasa gave me the, the, the beat for the song, and in fact, no, it wasn't the beat that came first. I had the idea for, you know, steroids. And where's the best? They are not capturing. So the person was in the studio. Easy Smith was in the studio. You guys should look out for who Easy Smith is. Ah, uh, you already asked fans. That's nice. See, 
don't see, don't listen to the noise. The kingdom is loaded. God has been preparing people in the backside of the desert for years. So the fact that Saul is on the throne doesn't mean he hasn't been dejected and rejected and rejected. Yeah? God just has the way he plans his things. So stay with God. You are never late. You can never be late. Someone will wait for you until you come. He will not even sit. He will wait until you come. The anointing will come on you. And then you start to do the work that you are supposed to do. So Izzy was in the studio. And because God has taught me humility. I'm still learning. But he has taught the years where church. Church not just remember I say person day where they call gifts. In like three years. God just, it was like God blocked that, that church view. There you were, my prepare. Then he started sending me to secondary school. Some of these guys were following me. We started going around high schools. We reached like 25,000 young people. So when PS was saying, which secondary school are you going? Which place are you going to preach? Well, which, all that stuff. God started us on that in 2017. So it's not, Elijah, it will blow scatter. Forget, I know that one because God has already said it. Yeah, but he has done the work. I've paid the price. I've gone through the process. I'm still going through the process, but if I do say so myself, I've, I've done process. You know. So, Izzy's in the studio, and I, he's with his guitar. I said, let's do a song on steroids. I thought the title was going to be steroids. So he started playing the chord. I'm, he asked for the process. I'm sharing the process. There are different lessons for you. For someone, it might be like, it's not only you that will write everything. Collaborate, work with someone. Realize somebody else's grace. Say, come, let's vibe. So it's easy, easy is like, if I were a pastor, I'll say it's like a son to me, you know, but <laughs> it's my guy. He hasn't released an official song, but I know what he carries. So I'm like, play the guitar. I want us to do a song on steroids. So he started to play. And then as he started playing, my mind just went to the chariot in front. That's how we came about. When the spirit is upon, that's where they come as they play on. I go, leave them with them, carry go. He's like, yeah, I will surely outrun. There was that, I will surely, it was not there yet at that time. Then we went, because Olua is involved, involved, involved. So I don't listen to the noise. Plenty chariots, they run from my front and I have faces. For that light. You must have faces. You have to know the chariots that are running in front. They are real people. When we read the Bible and we see, sir, when we see the Israelites said the men are like giants. We are like grasshoppers. We see how can they? When God is with you, when you are not empathetic, because you are not juxtaposing that scenario with where you are. If I'm in a room, let's be real. If I'm in a room right now, and myself, Bonner Boy, Whiskey, David Doe, are trying to get a deal, how do you think about it? Those are giants. So when those guys were like, they are giants in the land, it was not a lie. They were giants in the land. If you are running a company and you are bidding together with Microsoft, that's a giant. So you must, if you are going to be bold in the face of Microsoft, it will be that you have been to a place. 
So there's a place you have been to, and that place is powering that confidence. That's why God will be telling Joshua, only be bold and be courageous. Be bold and courageous. He didn't tell Moses, be bold and courageous. He told him to go because Ramses was his guy. He wasn't a giant to him. They grew up together. He didn't need that. For Joshua, it was different. Joshua had to take over a city. So God, for God to be telling Joshua, be bold and courageous, be bold and courageous. The guy wasn't bold at the time. And God knew you will need a lot of boldness and courage to take the city that you are declaring that you want to take. It's easy to declare inside church. The city is ours. We are taking the city. But when you now face the real, think about who the giants are for your industry. Because you are going to defeat them. Elijah level is our normal level. So we are more than able. That's what Joshua and Caleb said. He said, we are more than able to take the land. We are more than able to take the land. I know you people trust me over the years as your pastor but you can trust me more and more now <laughs> so sit down you know in the new let me say something in the new um, the new is four years now right and I can count on my fingers like this the amount of time we have invited a guest artist or minister I'll tell you why. Because many churches build on that. And so there's no depth. So I said, we are not going to build on that. We are going to build on the word. But I'll tell you something. Because I know what Denu is called to do, we as a church must learn how to collaborate and work with voices like these. I know we have a lot of, I mean, when it's worship, and I know it's a sound for each season, so worshipers, da, 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 oh, everybody. And clearly, 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 it's time has come. Clearly. It's time, I mean, it's is written in the in the air. It's it, the time has come, and that's why I felt very compelled that we must expose this generation to the sound that they connect with. Right. So this would be first of many. Yeah, this would be first of many. You know, there is the new Lekki, there is Akure, there is Ibadan, there's OAU, there is Elag, which one again is there? Moro, and all of this the new. We would work together and have certain collaborations. And not just, not just even that urban Christian community. All right? We 
and and we will fund it. Amen. Oh, not all this that we are just talking, speaking grammar. We fund it with serious money. See, I, you know the new. I will not do it if you are not ready. But when we want to do something, the moolah, serious moolah. So we're going to fund it. We're going to support. We have amazing, amazing talent everywhere, you know. And I believe it's time. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's put our hands together for them one more time. Powerful. All right. I have a quick announcement for us as we close this morning. Quick, quick announcement. Just one announcement. Um, The next conference, 2022. Are you ready for the conference? I'm happy. Now, we are moving the next conference wait 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 i'll tell you why now if you know me i'm not fixated on any um what's that word event or whatever it is it has to be the voice of god clarity for the past three years we've had next conference every single year right and we know the impact of what that conference does and what it represents in this generation and so we have all the new installations gathered together for the conference and we have other people from the body of christ da, 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 for the conference now this year and I, I say this all the time it's only in church we spend money lots of money i mean we spend millions and millions to to host that conference tens and tens of millions now it's only in church we just organize conference without really looking at the after impact of it and so as i started to spend time praying because every year the lord gives me a download a prototype of what the conference is going to be about as i started praying i started to sense that god wanted to change the dynamics of this year's conference and so i did not want to just do a conference or want us to do a conference just because we have to do a conference i'm not i'm not um I'm not tied to anything. And that's why in this church, there is no, this is how we've always been doing it. Anything can change tomorrow. As long as the Holy Spirit says so. Right? So, with that, we started to feel like there was something new that God wanted to bring out for this next conference. And so, just two weeks ago, in fact, Dr. K had already bought his flight ticket to come for the conference. And I had to call him to say, sir, the full download has not been captured yet and until that happens you know and to the glory of god i think we have the full download of the conference now yeah so the way the conference is going to be this year is it's in fact in fact you will you will you will be so happy that we made that decision it's going to be totally different from what we've ever had totally now we are moving it just about a month or one month and a half. So now the conference is going to be June 10th to 13th. June 10th to 13th. So we're going to start Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. The Sunday is Democracy Day, so it's a public holiday. And they're going to give that public holiday on the Monday. So we're going to take that Monday. Now, because of time, I don't want to explain to you, but I know 
when you come into this venue for the next conference in January, um, I said January, June, you will not even recognize this place. Now, we can't look for, we can't find any other venue. We are going to have to use this place. We don't know how this place is going to take us. So, register on time. Secure your seats. We are going to have to walk by seats. Seat selection. There is no way this venue can take us. Now, from what we know, this seems to be the biggest venue on the mainland. Right? So, I mean, event center. So, we don't know, but we're going to have that order all. And we're going to have, um, what they call it? Overflow. We'll fix people's everywhere. When we use the road and whatever it is. But, this year's conference is going to be totally different. Now, let me just give you an example of what it is. Over time, how many of you know GT Bank and First Bank? First Bank has a very strong corporate look. When you look at First Bank, it's like a corporate. When you look at GT Bank, it has a fine blend of corporate and social. The next conference this year would be a combination. Very strong spiritual undertone, strong in the outside as well. But we're going to have a fine blend. So we are not going to only be having pastors as speakers for the conference. We're going to be having people in other fields. And that's the truth. There are certain things the pastors cannot teach. That's the honest truth. There are certain, I mean, and we've categorized it into five. And we are going to be focused on that at the conference. Ministry, family, business, um, um, entertainment, and there's one more place. And government. Those five. And we're going to treat it. It's going to be mind-blowing. The first day of the conference, I don't want to talk about that one yet. I will share with you what we're going to be doing on the first day of the conference. You don't, this next conference is, is one you cannot be told about. You, you have to experience it. So, mark your calendars. June the 10th to 13th. Next conference, 2022. Are you excited? Alright, put your hands together for God. Any other announcement as we go? Alright, quick announcement. You can please don't forget to stream the album online. Gaze back. How many of you have been streaming it? Alright. Don't go on YouTube and be looking for free now. Stream. Go on Spotify, you know, and you know, do videos, reels, da da da. And there, there's an there's um, the art copy album. Where would they be able to get it? Outside, right? So just outside, please get the art copy. You can play on your on your in your car driving and things like that. Very lovely, lovely, lovely album. All right. Any other thing? All right. If this is your first time worshiping with us as the new, um, we'd like to welcome you. I'm taking all of this so that we can hurry and close. So, church, let's put our hands together for them. If this is your first time coming to the new, we love you, we celebrate you, we acknowledge you. Come on, don't stop clapping for them. Amen. And so, if this is your first time, there are some people at the back right there. Please take the things you came to church with and go to the back. There are some people waving their hands. You know, you want to say something? Don't stop clapping for them. Glory to God.
hope you were greatly blessed by today's message because God still has so much He wants to share with you. So stay connected every week to experience uplifting and life-changing moments in His presence.